Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Here's a question for you. What role does prayer currently play in your life? A 2014 Pew Research Center survey showed that 55% of Americans say that they pray daily. In that same survey, 21% said that they pray weekly or monthly. So when you put that those numbers together, that would be 76% of Americans say that prayer plays some role in their life. Well, that's interesting, and I uh, wonder as I look at those statistics, uh, who is praying to whom? I wonder uh, about that. About uh, There are a lot of questions that I could ask about that. But here is another very interesting statistic to me out of that same uh, Pew Research Center survey, and it is this. 63% of Christians say praying regularly is an essential part of their Christian identification. Let me repeat that. 63% of Christians say that praying regularly is an essential part of their Christian identity. On one hand, that would be somewhat encouraging to me, but on the other hand, I'm asking, what about the other 36% uh, of Christians? Uh, Where is their prayer life? And again, uh, not to be um, critical or judgmental, I, I wonder how uh, good, how, what quality is the prayer life of, of that 63% of Christians that say that they pray regularly? Well, and I would ask a more direct question now, and it's this. Are you satisfied with your prayer life? Now, what I mean by that is, uh, do you believe that you are praying consistently and regularly and, and that you're actually growing in your prayer life? Prayer, a good definition of prayer, a simple definition of prayer is it's, it's simply communication of your heart to, to Almighty God. That's a simple definition of prayer. And a brand new baby Christian that is had no study in the scriptures whatsoever about prayer, can just pray in a genuine, sincere way. They can sincerely talk to Almighty God. Um, you know, brand new babies, as they begin to grow and learn a few words, they, they talk. But they don't talk the same way five, ten years later that they're talking when they first begin to learn to talk. And, and the same should be true about prayer, too. Uh, we, when we first begin talking to God in our uh, a stage of infancy in Christianity, uh, we, we talk sincerely. God hears it. God loves to hear it. But as time goes on in our Christian walk, shouldn't we be growing in our prayer life as well? So that's what I mean when I ask, are you satisfied currently with your prayer life? Do you want to grow in your prayer life? Do you want to improve in areas of your prayer life? Well, Jesus' disciples obviously weren't satisfied with their prayer life. Look at Luke chapter 11, verse 1. It says, It happened while Jesus was praying in a certain place. After he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John also taught his disciples. 
here they're asking him to teach them to pray. And that uh, phrase, that request, forms the title of our six-part series that we're beginning with this podcast. Lord, teach us to pray. I hope that that would be a desire of your heart. I hope that that would be a prayer uh, that you would be willing to pray, even right now in your heart. Lord, teach me to pray. You see, in this particular instance, um, they ask Jesus to teach them to pray like John taught his disciples to pray. And what that uh, brings up is this. Rabbis, according to John MacArthur, rabbis would often compose prayers for their disciples. And so now these disciples of Jesus, these followers of Jesus, knowing that and, and uh, uh, wanted Jesus to teach them to pray. Um, you know, uh, the scriptures say there, while Jesus was praying, I don't want you to miss that little phrase. It happened that while Jesus was praying in a certain place, they, the disciples, were observing the prayer life of Jesus. They uh, not only knew that he was a rabbi and rabbis would compose prayers for their disciples, but this was something much deeper than that. They saw something in action in their master, in their teacher, in their rabbi, in Jesus. They saw in him a prayer life that was rather extensive. In uh, Luke chapter 5, I so love this verse. Luke chapter 5, verse 16 says this, But Jesus himself would often slip away to the wilderness and pray. Dr. Luke made that statement under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He made that observation, and it was an observation that I'm sure the disciples were very well aware of, that Jesus would often slip away to the wilderness and pray. And this is just an example of the extensive prayer life that Jesus had. And we're going to see some examples of, of that prayer life uh, here uh, as on this particular podcast and on the next podcast. We're going to be talking about Jesus' prayer life. And out of that, we will learn some things about prayer, and then we'll go on uh, with some of the teachings of Jesus after that. But let's start with this prayer life. And, and believe it or not, early on, one of the very first examples of the prayer life of Jesus is at his baptism. Do you remember that story, that Jesus is baptized? But uh, do you know, did you realize, have you ever uh, been aware of the fact that Jesus actually prayed at his baptism. Luke chapter 3, verse 21, says this, Now when all the people were baptized, Jesus was also baptized, and while he was praying, heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in a bodily form like a dove, and a voice came out of heaven, You are my beloved Son, in you I am well pleased. And so there, uh, even as he was baptized, coming up out of the water, uh, he began to pray. And while he was praying, the Holy Spirit descended in the form of a dove on him. And, and you heard the voice of the Father saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And so this is kind of Jesus coming out. This is kind of Jesus' beginning of his earthly ministry here and so, right in the in the very beginning, Jesus is found praying. 
But then uh, Mark chapter 1, in Mark chapter 1 verse 35, there's another very interesting verse there. Uh, Mark 1.35 says, In the early morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went away to a secluded place, and was praying there. Isn't that something? You find Jesus in his ministry early in the morning, getting up. While it's still dark, I have to be honest with you, I'm not really a fan of getting up while it's still dark. I like the dawn to be breaking. I, I like the light to be, be start coming in. Uh, but Jesus had that discipline and that desire and that passion to pray. And he got up early in the morning while it was dark and he left the house and he went to a secluded place. He was serious about his private time with, with his father. This is Jesus, God in the flesh. While he was living on this earth, you see his dependence on the Father and his commitment to prayer to get up early in the morning. And the verse, uh, the passage goes on to say, Simon and his companions searched for him. And they found him and said to him, everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, let us go somewhere else to the towns nearby so that I may preach there also, for that is what I came for. And he went into their synagogues throughout all Galilee, preaching and casting out demons. But his ministry... His ministry was based out of his prayer life. Oh my goodness, how important is that to, to you and to me? Well, in, in Luke chapter 12, of, I'm sorry, Luke chapter 6 verse 12, we find him praying again. And the Bible says this, It was at this time that he went off to the mountain to pray, and he spent the whole night in prayer to God. And when day came, he called his disciples to him and chose twelve of them whom he also named as apostles. And so here Jesus spent the entire night in prayer before he makes his choice of these men, uh, these disciples that would become his 12 apostles. Do you see the importance of prayer in Jesus' life? In the midst of ministry, Jesus would uh, pray. In Matthew chapter 14, verse 19, he is feeding the 5,000. And, and here it says, ordering the people to sit down on the grass, he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up toward heaven, he blessed the food. And breaking the loaves, he gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds. Right there, Jesus in the middle of ministry, praying, blessing the food, uh, again, relying on the Father, showing his gratitude to the Father as he feeds the 5,000, actually the fifteen to 20,000, because the 5,000 men, it didn't include children and, and, and wives, women. And then after this great victorious miracle, this ministry uh, that Jesus did, uh, Matthew fourteen twenty three says this, And after he had sent the crowds away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. And when it was evening, he was there alone. And he had sent the, the, uh, uh, the twelve ahead of him in a boat across the water, and that's when he walked on the water. But here again, Jesus, you find Jesus praying there as well. And then um, he prayed at, at the Lord's, what we call the Lord's Supper, the institution of the Lord's Supper. He, he, when he broke the bread, he blessed it. When he gave the cup, before he gave the cup, he blessed it. There's prayer at the Last Supper. 
Jesus taught that we should pray consistently. In Luke chapter 18, verse number 1, the, the Word of God says this, Now He was telling them a parable to show them that at all times they ought to pray and not to lose heart. Jesus said we should pray consistently even as He set the example and prayed. Well, there are two what I would call last prayers of Jesus that we're going to look at on the next podcast just to see again the prayer life of Jesus. One is found in John 17. I would encourage you to go read it. It's called the High Priestly Prayer of Jesus. And the other is his prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane on the night before he died. And we're going to be looking at those two prayers in the next podcast as we study the prayer life of the Lord Jesus. Lord Teach me to pray. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.